Milkman, 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 Milkman. Welcome to Blake's Takes, for God's sakes. It's a weekly podcast where each week I uh, I give my take on a variety of subjects. Who knows what they're going to be? This week we're going to be talking, I mean, I know. I have them written out. This is what we're going to talk about. I'm going to talk about uh, clogging the toilet, the best soap to use in the shower, fishing, very easy. I also want to talk about the catfish, because I caught a couple catfish the other day, and those things, I think can whisper to the devil himself. I think they speak the devil's language, and I believe they are a conduit to Satan, to Lord Satan. Also, I want to talk about uh, Florida's vaccine system, which is a little different. Uh, and well, a little different. That's a, a a politically correct, a politically. Sometimes I pronounce words phonetically. Uh, I also want to talk about contactless payments. I love Apple Pay. I just started using that and I didn't used to because I didn't trust it. And now I kind of don't care anymore. And it is, you don't have to touch anything. It's great. And then um, I'm going to recommend uh, a pair of shoes to you guys. All right. So if that works, if that works for each and every one of you, that's just how we're going to do the show. And I, by the way, as per usual, you head over to patreon.com slash Blake Wexler. You can get the video version of this podcast. And if there's not, if I, listen, I've pivoted to digital in the past and I'll pivot again. And that's, and that is honestly, that is a threat. So here we are. Uh, this is, what is it? January 5th that I'm recording this. And I am recording in here. My dog is in the room. And I do feel if you, you if you hear me, if you hear me being a little nervous, it's because I do have an audience. Can you see him? Yep. The patrons can kind of see him. Ollie. Ollie. Oh, there he is. That's a good baby. And that's what I want to talk about. Because last week, I did talk about uh, some of the names, some of the nicknames I have for my dog that we call our dog. And I, I didn't even begin to scratch the surface because I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, yeah, you know, like I called him like, yeah, we call him Baby Ollie. We call him Little Baby. We call him Mr. Ollie. We call him Mr. Baby. And <laughs> there are a lot more. Um, I realized another nickname we call our dog is, and this is, by the way, before I get to the takes, this is the intro section. I know there used to be, you know, a political section and a sports section and a leisure section and a uh, the other one, relationships, and we're still going to do that every once in a while. However, the issue is that that really shoehorns me in, you know what I mean? And by shoehorn, I mean, do you know how the phrase shoehorn, by the way, was started? So you cut off the head of an elk, and this is how I, I uh, store my shoes. Um, I, I store them on horns. So you cut off the head of an elk, a male elk, because they got a nice, isn't it, they got a nice rack. Isn't it interesting that a uh, nice rack, a very misogynist phrase, actually is used to refer to a male uh, caboose. What do you call? I was trying to think of what you would call uh, a animal with horns, and because you know an animal with a pouch is a marsupial, um, a animal that's warm blooded with fur is a mammal. So an animal with horns is a caboose to be because you have caribou, you have moose, and that's it. So that is how, all right, so now going forward, animals with horns, they're called cabooses. Um, a deer can be a caboose. 
what else is a unicorn? Ah, you know what? Unicorn could be a caboose. And I guess my point earlier was like, hey, nice rack. I actually already made that point. So here we are. And the other things that we call my dog, because uh, everybody like, you know, in the private of your own home, you have nicknames for your dog. And we, his name is Ollie. We also call him Allen, um, which is just, I don't have to explain any of these, actually. If you have a dog, you get it. And that's, and by the way, while I'm saying hacky things like that, uh, please know that I have a TikTok. <laughs> I have a TikTok, no idea what to do with it. I've been posting stand-up clips on there. Um, a lot of the stuff I've already posted on Twitter and Instagram, there is another clip on there that I haven't posted yet about. Uh, it's a clip from one of my, from my most recent album, Live at the Pandemic. It's a joke with the one where I uh, have mints in my pocket, where I would just keep loose mints in my pocket. I'm like, should I do a podcast where I do a director's cut? of my stand-up album the answer is either definitely yes or hell no so we call him ollie alley allen allen again his name's ollie we've also called him baby sema which is i would say probably the weirdest one because sema is the name of our property manager and she's never met our dog i don't i don't even know i i don't even know where that came from so we call him Baby Sema, where if she heard that, I think we would get evicted. Because what would you do if you tangentially knew someone? Like, all right, let's say like you had a nephew and you found out that your nephew had named their dog. Like if I found out my nephew named their dog like or called their dog Baby Blake, I'd be like, "What? what is that? You need to explain that to me right now or we can't be in a family anymore. Because that is one of the strangest things. I've ever heard. We call him Little Chicken Boy, Chicken Leg, Chicken Leg. We call him uh, Baby Ears, um, little, little Baby Ollie. So there, it's so funny. I thought of maybe 15 of these before I started doing this podcast. And as you're talking about it, you just can't think of them. We call him Wag Boy. We call him Little Man. It's just all these small, like we say you're so small to him all the time, even though he is objectively a medium-sized dog so i'll write these down next time or you know what maybe i've uh, used up all my dog equity on here and i can't talk about this anymore that's something during the pre-production meeting of this podcast we'll all sit down and talk about we call him sit boy um we call him little cold boy uh we call him cuddle boy so i do for, for some reason before this podcast i just thought of this story um i was thinking of so when i was in college um, in my mind, well, first of all, I was an alcoholic. And then second of all, in my mind, I thought it was so funny to burst into rooms, which I honestly still agree that that is really, really funny. Like bursting into a room is hilarious. That's why one of the reasons why Kramer was so funny, um, you know, before the incident, uh, also God, if I rewatched the, uh, Michael Richards, racist rant the other day uh it's how i start my week <laughs> every monday every monday um to uh inspire me i turn on the michael richards racist rant at the laugh factory um for those of you who don't know um michael richards the actor who played kramer on i almost said the titular seinfeld which i don't even i do not know how to use the word titular uh on the titular on the show kramer um listen that night that night was kramer versus kramer i, I mean pfft. 
It's Kramer versus Kramer and Kramer versus uh, decency and bigotry. And let's just say Kramer lost that round. <laughs> so uh, essentially what happened is the actor who played Kramer on Seinfeld. And for those of you who know about this incident, I do think it's important to repeat it because it's one of those things that happened so long ago that you don't think about it. You know, like it's just a thing that it's like, oh yeah, that's just a thing that happened. But when you start saying it out loud again, it's like, that is, that's insane. I can't believe that happened at all. And so Kramer, one of the most beloved comedy sitcom characters of all time, the actor who played him went to the Laugh Factory in, I, be, I believe it was Los Angeles, and screamed uh, the N-word at uh, people who were talking during his show. And in his mind, this was some sort of like cool you know, like avant-garde comedy, but you know, you can do cool avant-garde comedy like without using the worst word, but he, he did not heed that advice. So he yelled the N-word at uh, African-American people in the audience, which is, it's funny, people ask me when they first started stand-up for tips, you know, when you first start doing stand-up, and uh, one of my tips is go to an open mic and see how bad everybody is, and then do the open mic next week, you know, because you get to see a lot of people when they start stand up, um, there is because so much of the stand up that you watch is either a headliner coming to your town or you're on like you're watching Netflix, you're watching a special, you're watching the best material from the best comedians. And that's how stand up can seem insurmountable to people to even try it. So go to an open mic um, watch how bad most comedians are then come back and do it that gives you the courage to uh for you to do it that's my first tip when people start stand-up and my second tip is don't yell the n-word at black people that's so those are my two tips and by the way again um have the confidence go to an open mic uh you know show that it's not some like thing to be up on a pedestal you get better and better as years go on and you hone your craft and everybody's not very good when they first start out that's my first uh, my first piece of advice, my second, uh, don't yell race, racist slurs in a comedy club um, at the group that you're or at all, but particularly at the group that the slur is uh, is related to. So he, I don't, I literally do not know how I got on this subject. I do know. I was talking about how funny it is to burst into rooms. Then I got on Kramer and now it is unfortunate and he did this that this is the first thing you think of when you think of Kramer so he yelled the n-word and uh, there was a camera in the club which is crazy that must have been the early days of cameras and comedy or you know like people with their like uh, it was must have been like a Blackberry or something and uh, Kramer would call that phone something very different <laughs> and so uh, Kramer um, did this horrific thing yelled these horrific words and then he appeared on, I believe it was Letterman. It was Letterman or Leno, because uh, Seinfeld was on there. Jerry Seinfeld was on. Was on and they had uh, Michael Richards appear on there to apologize. And I remember the shot. You can look all this up, by the way. Look up Michael Richards, Jerry Seinfeld, like, apology. And... He appears on the on the uh, on the screen. The camera, like the framing of Michael Richards, is really weird. It's kind of like shot upwards, and he's way too close to the camera. I don't think he's wearing makeup, and he looks like he's about to have his head sawed off. And 
Um, the apology was bizarre. Also, everyone in the like the audience isn't people who go on the internet and read these stories. It's all tourists at these talk shows. So the audience thought it was some weird bit, and they didn't even get that it was an apology. It was, it's literally one of the strangest things. Go back, relive that. Um, I was gonna say give yourself a little treat, but that's that's not a treat. That's too weird. So, um, oh, bursting in the rooms. And by the way, I'm 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 bursting into this podcast with these darn stories. So I had a memory where. So first of all, I thought it was funny to kick down doors and yell, "Get down on the fucking ground!" You know, like like some sort of SWAT team or you know, like a not a terrorist. But like home invading, I thought home invading was very funny and uh, like theoretically. And then there was one thing I, I did where I thought it was hilarious to. <laughs> so my friend was, I think, making out with this girl. There was like a party or something. I was very, very drunk I, to like no bit. This is, a, this is a true story. And I'm like, God, what would be the worst thing? to kill the mood for this guy. And I wasn't trying to like cramp his style. I was just trying to be funny. It was really all I was trying to do. And then the fact that it ruined this, uh, this sexual encounter for this guy was, I guess just a bonus. So I put a, a plastic bag over my head, (laughs) over my head and like literally put it on my head and then like tucked it into my shirt. So it looked like I had been break, been being tortured (laughs) <laughs> like I was tortured and escaped, but during my escape, I didn't have time to take the bag off my head, so I ran <laughs> into the into I no bet this is true uh, to George Carlin. I I burst through the door as this guy was like making out with his girlfriend with a bag tied around my head, as if like a person had held me hostage and was suffocating me and torturing me. And I burst through the door. I was like, <laughs> just trying to get the, pretending to try to get the bag off my head, just running in the walls. And I, she screamed, he screamed, they all screamed for mice, for mice cream. That's the best riff I could come up with there. Mice cream sounds like ice cream, but it's, it is, it is disgusting. Now, is mice cream ice cream with mouse in it or is it ice cream made of mouse milk i hope it's the second one that that somehow is more appetizing than the thing i said first so good lord so uh yeah i believe that was dan peralt who i did that to i burst into the room you might know dan dan co-created uh that show american vandal with our friend tony um He's a he was a great comic. Great. I hope he keeps doing stand up after this thing's over. But Dan was in there with a girl at Emerson, and I burst through the door with a bag around my face. I think he thought it was funny, and I think he thought it was funny. She didn't. I know. I know she didn't. So that's. I guess that's the intro of the podcast. I don't know this this format. It's very fluid. Uh, I'm a format fluid podcast host, and honestly, I don't know what else you can ask from me. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm staring down the blade of a of a hybrid golf club right now, and I'm just staring at it. By the way, I'm not gonna be playing golf probably anytime soon because I daddy hurt his back again. So not a lot I can do right now, but I will gain weight at a. Uh, I'm not gonna change my diet despite not being able to exercise. So you can look forward to me. If I'm not 220 pounds in the next 
by the time I record this again, you may never hear from me again because all I want to do is just gain, just just get tubbed out. You know what I'm saying? And on that note, this podcast is brought to you. Do we have a review of the week, by the way? Should I do that? I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. You know what's going to happen? You want you want to know why I don't do review of the week anymore? It's because I, I ju- it takes me so long to find it on my phone. Um, oh, Adobe Flash Player is in my mentions again. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go through those subjects that I mentioned earlier. It's going to be a great podcast. You knew this. You knew this when you signed up for it. And now I'm going to play a little jingly, jingly, j- uh, jiggly puff, jiggly puff. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. So what just happened is that I am recording this live to tape on YouTube. I'm doing like YouTube live and then like I post the link on Patreon or the video and I forgot that I was doing that. So in between segments, I was trying to think of what I was going to think of next. So I'm streaming. This is this is supposed to be a reason to subscribe to my Patreon, which by the way, you can get videos for each podcast for a dollar a month. Also, just give me a dollar a month. I deserve it. But um, I forgot that I was recording video and this is the kind of content I'm putting out. People who are watching the Patreon just saw me stare at my recorder for 45 seconds, not saying anything, just staring. Unbelievable. What a podcast. What a show. What a guy. What a host. Host with the most, baby. And that's something that I, it is interesting. I started saying host with the most. I think it was my sophomore year of college, dude. All right, let me have a sip of water, and I'm going to talk about toilets. I'm going to talk a lot about toilets. Oh, yeah. So, Jesus Christ, Blake. Maybe that's all I needed the entire time, a little pick-me-up. Some people do cocaine. I I sip H2O to the fullest. So, that my, my glass, let's just say it's uh, half full um, of water. So, my glass, unlike my arguments... Holds water. And actually, we will be right back. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. Wow, and we are back. Now, so I wanted to talk about, I was, now how do I come up with the topics for this podcast? It's just life, daddy. It's just living your life, keeping your finger on the pulse, honestly, of society. So what society's heartbeat told me is that I need to talk about toilets. And I do want to preface this by saying, I have not clogged a toilet in a, I would say at least a year and a half, maybe two, maybe two years. It might even be longer than that. So first of all, I've never clogged the toilet in my apartment, which I've lived in for over three years. So let me say that first and foremost. Um, And I don't, like, what other toilets do I use that I would clog? Have you ever clogged? These toilets, I believe, are uncloggable. I don't think that you can clog. And by the way, here's here's my take. Let me give you my take. There is no fear worse than seeing than hearing the noise of a toilet like shuddering and trying to flush, and it's just like like, it, like literally you choke a toilet to death. That's what happens. That's why it makes that noise. That's why it's overflowing. Is that you've choked with your with your dump or your toilet paper. Or your venomin, your your venomin, <laughs> your cinnamon products. You've clogged that toilet, and that toilet cannot breathe. 
it, it's choking to death. And that's what a clogged toilet is, essentially. That makes it a little bit different, doesn't it? Because people go, oh, you clogged the toilet. No, you suffocated the toilet is what you did. I can't tell if my dog is enjoying what I'm doing or if he hates it. No, he's sleeping. He's cute. Hi. Hi. Oh, yeah, he's wagging. He's wagging with his tail. So that's Ollie, ladies and gentlemen. Ollie just made a little appearance. He he honestly hates the podcast medium. I would say he hates it probably more. All right, so here's the mediums that my dog hates. Um, this is Ollie's takes for Bone Blake's. So it would go the podcast medium he hates the most. This is just from my experiences. Podcast medium, I then I would believe it would be like selfie videos, you know, like if I'm streaming something. If I'm doing a bit, he hates, I would say my dog hates bits more than anything else in the entire world because it often involves yelling with me, which dogs couldn't, which my dog hates. It, there's a really cute thing that we do with him where, so... Ollie is very, and I realize I've been talking a lot about my dog, and I, I, I am sorry. So, what is that Demi Lovato song? Demi Lovato. So, oh, where I live, I live in Las Vegas, Demi Lovato. So, what happens in Lovato stays in Lovato. So, I, what was I saying? So, Demi, Demi Lovato. That's what I was talking about. Um, let's get back to this. What was I just talking about? Oh, so clogging toilets. So I don't really think I've clogged a toilet in maybe over five years. However, what do you do when you clog a toilet? Because I know my strategy when I see that water rising, I dive for the knob on the bottom. You know what I mean? Like when you, when you turn the water off, that's all I know how to do. And then after that, that's the issue. Because now you just have, let's just be honest, just shit and toilet products, paper products sitting in your toilet in the past, I would maybe wait a couple hours, come back in, turn that knob again, you know what I mean? That like stops the water, restart the water, and then generally it just goes down after that, you know? Or you could plunge. So that's another thing. If plunging doesn't work, so what I do is I, I dive for the knob, I stop the water, I grab the plunger, I plunge, and if that doesn't work, I let it sit. I don't, <laughs> what if someone's like, oh, my, my strategy to uh, stop a clogged toilet, I just, I just walk away. I leave. Have you ever done that, by the way? I think I've done that in a public. God, did I? No, I don't think your body lets you do that, right? I don't think it's possible to stop. I really do think it's almost as if like your child was stuck underneath a car. If you see a toil a clogged toilet's water rising, you get superhuman strength and you move fast. Because I think the fastest I've ever moved is diving for that thing that shuts off the water or diving for that plunger. Now, I do have one issue that I want to bring up on here, okay? And I this is where I actually need help from my listeners is that I cannot stop flushing baby wipes and I've went like and by the way if, you, if you're just listening to this podcast I do have an episode called you must use baby wipes and you can get all of my feelings on baby wipes on there but in summary um if you don't use baby wipes you're an animal and you stink um you got to use baby wipes like what are you doing so I use baby wipes however and by the way baby wipe technology has gotten better 
and that there are more flushable kinds now. However, the ones that I use, I think might be like, what, like fortified by Teflon, I think it is. Whatever they put, or what, what is it? It starts with an R. Whatever they put, oh, Kevlar. I think my baby wipes are have Kevlar in them because they. I don't want them to tear. You know what I mean? I want my ass to be clean. I don't want there to be collateral damage. That's that's how I wipe, all right? So the issue with that is I don't think Kevlar is flushable. It's, it for sure isn't. But I flush them anyway because if you have non-flushable wipes, and by the way, the key here, or not the key, the take here i guess the solution is to buy flushable wipes like that kind of is the best of all worlds but i've found that flushable wipes tend to be pretty small have you noticed that like flushable baby wipes are pretty small some are even tear easily so what do you want to do so for me i the reason the common reason not to flush baby wipes is that they clog your toilets it's bad for the plumbing in your place but my argument to that is that I rent. I don't own, so it's not my problem. And I know that's very selfish, but also like it it really just a lot of things are my problem in life. That is not my like someone else's plumbing system in a place that I don't own, not really my problem. So, that's why I still flush baby wipes. But this is when you come in. This is where I need you listeners to help me out, huh? You gosh dang. What 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 do I call Blake's what my my takers do? Uh, that sucks. What if I was? What if I sincerely called you a taker? It'd be like, oh, this guy doesn't have a creative bone in his body. Blakers, fours, my fours. <laughs> That's what it's gonna be. You guys are my fours. All right, Blake's takes for God's sake. It's it's the only thing that's not descriptive in the name of this podcast, and that's what we're we're gonna be. So, all right, here's what I need for my fours, and it is the number four, four with an S on it, not an apostrophe S, because that um insinuates is for, no four is or belonging to fours, but a plural of the number four, no apostrophe in that. And if this isn't good content, I literally do not know what else you can get for me. So, to all my fours. Beyond it being bad for plumbing, if you told me that flushing a baby wipe is bad for the environment in some sort of way, I'd stop, okay? I'd stop. I'd get a special trash can. I'd get special bags to put them in. So there'd be like, I would just, or even if I just have a regular trash can, I would take out the trash after every time I, I dump one out. You know what I mean? So if you tell me, that flushing baby wipes is bad for the environment in some way and you need evidence, I'll stop doing it, all right? I'll stop doing it. But beyond that, I'm going to keep flushing. Now, I do want to tell you a quick story where uh, about clogging toilets, two quick ones. One um, is when, because the, the worst thing when you clog a toilet is if you do it to a toilet that is not yours and is owned by someone else you know, particularly like a loved one. So clogging, I would say like clogging your own toilet, fine. Like it's your world, whatever. Like you're embarrassed in your own, own home. It's not that big of a deal. Clogging your parents' toilet. I mean, they've been, like how many toilet clogging stories between you and your parents do you have over however many years you've lived? I think you get like six clogs per year of <laughs> of uh, familiarity with another person. However, if you're a guest and you clog a toilet in someone else's home, 
nightmare. Nightmare. And it's already horrifying. So, for instance, my uh, girlfriend um, clogged the toilet in my parents' house. Now, that's about as bad as it gets, you know? But what's even worse, and also my one of my best friends also did this at his girlfriend's house. So that's bad enough where you're like, oh, God, I have to – just the stress of that is bad enough. And then the cleanup, if you can do it yourself, because you don't know where all the paper towels are. You can't just, like, throw things in the wash. I don't know what you would throw in the wash. When I clog a toilet, I actually uproot the toilet out of the ground, and I put it in a, in a, a washer machine for clothes. Um, I put the lid of the toilet in the dishwasher. Make sure your toilet lids, by the way, are dishwasher safe. And I wear this the seat around my neck and I have someone hose me, a stranger hose me down and I give him 20 wet bucks in fives. So I, that's just riffing for riffing's sake. So I've had them, girlfriend clogged the toilet at my parents' house. Um, my best friend clogged the toilet in his girlfriend's house. And then the mom, my mom and his girlfriend's mom in both these separate stories had to clean up the poop. So luckily my girlfriend and my mom have a great relationship they can laugh about this so it was it was very embarrassing but not mortifying but in the case of my best friend clogging his girlfriend's mother's toilet that mom had to come upstairs this was in high school by the way so there's you have nothing but anxiety anyway he sat outside the bathroom while his high school girlfriend's mom cleaned his poop off the floor now if that's not Terrible? I don't know what I, I don't know. I don't know how much worse it gets. Even if you sh- like, okay, so let's try to figure it out. Say he shed his pants at the dinner table. That's embarrassing, but that at least you can be like, I'm sick. I'm really sick. You can't be upset at me. Because that's the thing. I think if you shit your pants, they can't be upset with you. Also, it's your pants, not their, you're not hurting their property, right? What, what else? If you, if they walked in on you taking a dump, then I actually think the person walking in is, al- is almost always more embarrassed than the person in there, you know? Um, if you fart bad, guys, I'm sorry this is what the podcast has turned into, but I'm, I'm also, uh, as, as we say in Vegas, Demi Lovatis. I also am not sorry, so... <laughs> I would say with farting, that goes away. That's, yeah, but I would put farting second actually in those because, you know what? No, because farting, you could actually blame someone else. You're not 100% like, oh, that person did it. You could blame, there is some blame. You could even be as high as 90% positive. Like if you're in a room of five people, who did the fart? But if you don't know, like, there's still some doubt there. Does that make sense? So I would say farts second. I literally don't think anything's worse than clogging the toilet in someone else's home. If you pee your pants, that's just sad. You can't really make you can't really make fun of someone for peeing their pants anymore. I would say, actually, there's no stigma around peeing your pants anymore, or at least there shouldn't be, right? Because it's just watching something spread across your pants. It's just silly, right? It's like baby. It's almost cute when you pee your pants. Um... God, I'm trying to think. Is there anything worse? Throwing up? No. Sweating too? 
I don't know. There is something like silly about like being at a dinner table and everyone's like perfectly comfortable and you've like sweat through your your clothes. Here's the thing I get embarrassed about. Swass is very embarrassing to me. So I remember when I was in high school. Um, here's, by the way, the take on how you uh, you hide swass, which is sweaty ass. Some people call it swamp ass. I don't like that. I think it's uh, I think it's devaluing. Um, I when I would get swass in high school because we would have gym and everyone was too like homophobic and insecure to shower next to one another um in 2005 so i graduated in 2007 from conestoga high school and i let's just say i was the president of that school and we've talked about that on previous episodes so what i would do after gym class rather than shower i would just put on like dark clothes you know, so you couldn't see me sweating through my clothes, which is ridiculous, but that's what I did. And I would say that that, like, when it's hot out, if I'm, like, going to a social event when it's hot out, like, I wouldn't wear a baby blue short because I'm, like, I'm going to sweat through this, and I don't want people to see, like, sweat where my butt is. You know what I mean? So I would wear, like, even though it's hot out, I would rather wear, like, a black short where it's harder to see sweat than, like, a lighter short that would make you sweat less because any sweat at all is bad, you know? Like, I think the difference between a slight swass and a heavy swass in terms of embarrassment, it's it's not that different. Now, I guess that's all I had for that part. Oh, oh, so speaking of, okay, so speaking of putting, like, by the way, I'm putting a lot of eggs in the basket in the, uh, what is this, in the in the toilet basket. I'm putting a lot of eggs in the toilet bowl, which, by the way, will also clog your toilet. If you put, um free range eggs by the way can you imagine that would be one of the weirdest things to find in a toilet all right so you go to a toilet in someone's house you open the lid and there's just like like 11 eggs in there 11 i was gonna say a dozen but if one's missing that's weirder so there's a dozen eggs in there and it's like i don't know how that could happen because if you dropped all right so say like you have eggs you went to the store to pick up eggs you rush home you really have to pee you are peeing in there and after you pee and flush you accidentally drop the eggs maybe you ate an egg on the way or dropped one the eggs would break even if they hit a full toilet right so you would have to literally place 11 eggs into a toilet bowl and be like yeah, no, that's 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 it. That's what that's what I'm here for. That's what I wanted. That is on one of the weirdest things I've ever thought of. So, oh my God, I have a reminder. So, I remember years ago, there was like, f- I think our there was flooding in our apartment. Okay, so this was not because I put to- uh, baby wipes in the toilet. Also, what is the statue of limitations in terms of property uh, damage uh, about what I'm about regarding what I'm about to tell you? So here's the thing. If I can still be prosecuted for this, I didn't do any of this. But if I am past the statute of limitations, which I believe now would be over a decade, then I'm, then I did do this. So there was horrible flooding in one of the apartments that I lived in because it was it was in Boston. One was a, like part of it was above ground. It was like a split level. So the first p- 
part of the apartment was above ground and the bedrooms were downstairs and there were two bathrooms, two bedrooms, four of us living there. And of course I dumped it out there a lot and I would flush my baby wipes. But one day there was horrific storms and flooding in Boston and the entire basement got flooded, the basement where the bedrooms are. So like uh, all the carpet had to be torn up. We couldn't go down there. It was a, it was a nightmare. And they ended up having, um, the guy who owned the place wanted to like somehow blame it on, like everyone was trying to blame it on someone. The building association was trying to blame it on the owner. The owner tried to blame it on us. I knew the owner. We, I explained to him it's not our fault. And then there was this weird summit in our apartment between, and by the way, we were stupid college kids, between like the owner of the apartment, who is a, my friend's dad, and the like board that owned the building and they did it in our apartment for some reason to discuss who's paying for the damage and we were there so it was four like 20 year olds who it smelled like weed in there first of all the decorations was like i had like a south carolina flag in there you know like a 2008 like philadelphia phillies banner and like all this other weird shit and uh, chip chantry just called me i should have answered that actually shit hold on hold on let's get a let's get a cameo from chip hold on hi this is chip chantry please leave a message and you know don't overthink it just just speak from the heart at the tone please record your message when you've finished recording you may hang up or press one for more options hey chip it's blake uh i was uh, i am doing my podcast currently actually and but I wanted to let you know I was planning on calling you anyway because I have an idea about the uh, that corporate thing that we're working on. Hmm? So I will call you back, I guess, in like an hour if that's cool. And and this voicemail does sound a little robotic because again I'm trying to be very entertaining on my podcast. I was actually hoping to get you, um, but you know I guess uh, what we've learned in 2021 is that you don't always get what you want. So I will I will talk to you soon. Bye. Well. That was Chip Chantry, and uh, you're welcome. So here's what I wanted to say. Oh, so there ended up being this weird summit of grown-ups talking about, like, oh, who's going to pay $20,000 in damages? But they were all sitting in, like, folding chairs with weird, like, Bob Marley posters up. I was drunk. My friends were high. And then afterwards, t- as an apology, they took us out to uh, – like, the owner took us to a soccer game in Fenway Park which was really not like a really nice gesture, but we didn't get money really for the damages, but he took us there. It was uh, FC Porto versus Celtic and they played in Fenway park and we went, which actually was one of the coolest things I've ever been to. So you know what? I almost prefer that. Now let's go through these rapid fire. Cause I don't have a lot of time left on this podcast because I spent the whole time talking about toilets, my dog and uh, Michael Richards, which was not on the docket. So, um, best soap to use in the shower. Here's my take on that. So I I really do like a bar of soap still. I know it's disgusting, but if I could, I know some people who only wear socks once and then they throw it away, which is very wasteful and crazy, but I would totally do something like that if I had the money with a bar of soap. So I think just putting like, I don't like body wash where if you just put it in your hand and like slather it on yourself, I like something to scrub me daddy you know what i mean like i need a good scrub so i would go with either a bar of soap accomplishes that or 
um, Lufa, a Luftwaffe, if you will. So um, what are those things called? Is it a Luftwaffe? I need like a Blitzkrieg in my hand. So that's what I'm going with for best soap to use. Fishing. Um, I'll talk f- about fishing on another podcast. The other day I, uh, I posted about this on Instagram. I caught like five catfish the other day, like in a river. And um, by the way, fishing outside, great social distance thing, great pandemic activity. I caught these catfish. And if anyone knows about fish, please explain this to me. And I don't mean the jam band, guys. <laughs> so um, I, I did. What is that song? Sandstorm. That's the name of that song. So. Um, remember Sandstorm? I think that was in a like Dance Dance Revolution, maybe or something. And by the way, what a revolution it was! Uh, so these catfish that I caught, when they get out of the water, they would make these weird noises if they were talking to like Satan, where they're like, and they have those weird whiskers and apparently a spine coming out that they stab your hand with. So let me just tell you, here's my take on catfish. No, thanks. Also, I'll talk about the Florida vaccine thing next episode. Um, we're basically, uh, the summary of it, here in Florida, in this neighborhood, they're not giving the vaccine to frontline workers first. They're not prioritizing them at every vaccination spot. They are letting people 65 and older uh, either just line up and fight their way for it or register online, or actually via phone. And uh, it's wild. So uh, I'll talk about that next episode. There's a little tease for you. Um, and here's another take. Apple Pay, Google Pay, those kinds of things on your phone where you just hold your phone up to like a payment terminal and it pays for like it automatically like pays for it. It does like a face ID with you in order for you to do it or you can do it online too. Um, Highly recommend it. I used to be worried about it for security reasons, but then I realized I don't know what I'm talking about. So why not just use it, you know? So that's where I'm coming from there. I'm sure there's a lot of people like, yeah, Blake, this... Like you're going to go bankrupt. And then the final take that I have this week is uh, a shoe, a shoe recommendation. They're affordable. They're comfy. And most importantly, what I like in a shoe is if they can like give you a little height boost, you know, because I'm going to be honest, I'm like 5'11", right? But in sneakers, I'm over six foot. So I need that extra inch mentally more than you, more than I could ever tell you. So Ollie, Ollie, we're going to, we're going to wrap up here in a minute. So, um, here's a recommendation, Nike Prestos. All right. A lot of you might already be aware of it. So it's Nike and then P R E S T O and they're like socks. They're so comfy. Um, they do have shoelaces on them and then they have enough where like, you know, if all of a sudden you had to like jump away from like a snake or something, there's enough support there where you won't break your ankle. However, it is, uh, it is so comfy, all right? So there's a thing that I used to wear, and you can look this up too, called the Nike Sock Dart. No support whatsoever. So if you're trying to briskly walk through an airport or walk somewhere, you could just fall and like tear your ACL. But Nike Prestos, there's tons of colors. It's a cool looking shoe, and it is so comfy. Perfect pandemic shoe, all right? And that is my final take. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, Patreon.com slash Blake Wexler. If you haven't listened to it yet, my live from the pandemic album is everywhere. Thanks for all the uh, the kind words all of you have said about that. And uh, and that's the podcast. Blake! Blake Wexler! Blake! Blake! Blake Wexler! Blake! Blake Wexler! Blake! Blake! Blake Wexler!
Christmas.